Hello and welcome back to a special episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing game show. I'm your host, Chris Asher, and our first contestant this evening is Mark Chen. Mark, how do you do? Hi, is this on? All right, Mark, I believe that you are a what what tell us about yourself. You're a podcaster. You're a I, I, I am a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh hello. Is this on? Yep, it's on. <laughs> it's it's on? still uh, on. Hi, hi, I'm a podcaster. Yep. Uh and I'm a digital marketing consultant. Oh, okay. And also a tech entrepreneur. Ah, wow. Yeah. That's very very fascinating. Let's see. EO how- let's see yo 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 here we go all right all right now what we're going to do in this uh very special episode is uh okay just just so that you're clear we haven't changed the format (laughs) (laughs) we haven't changed the format we've just been too busy talking to businesses to talk to businesses (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) yeah isn't it? Yeah. So uh, Chris has come up with a really good idea. He's going to tell you about it. All right. Back over to me. This <laughs> is called Hot Potato. <laughs> this is the Hot Potato round. All right. So Could I have a dim sim with that, please? Yes. What we're going to do is we've got uh, we've got a number of topics that I've, I've gone and asked the boys over in Oink Digital's uh, studio oh, over right. there okay. for some uh, business types. Right. right. Okay. And so they've given me a list of types of businesses. Right. So I'm doing this blindfolded. You're doing it blindfolded. And okay. now I'm going to start with topics for, from you, right? Right. right. So what? here's the first step. Okay. Give me a digital marketing topic. Email marketing. Email marketing. I'm writing it down, everybody. I can't see. You chose to blindfold <laughs> yourself. I'm not making you blindfold yeah. <laughs> yourself. Realism, you don't man. Need Realism. To, you don't need to be wearing it. You can take it off. Okay. Email marketing. Give me another one. Come on, Mark. You can do this. Um, you're a digital marketer. <laughs> this is supposed to. You're not meant to draw a blank. Um, persona work. Persona work. Okay. All right. That's uh, okay. This is going to be interesting. And another one. Uh, user journeys. Okay. And user journeys. All right. Let's just start with these three and see if this actually works. I'm not sure if it will, but let's see if it actually pans out in an entertaining and interesting... Entertaining. Entertaining. In, 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 entertaining? Yeah. I suppose entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> entertaining way. Hi, can I get potato cake for 400, please? Yes. That was a quick game. All right. Now, moving on to the next segment, I want you to give me a number between one and six. Five. Five. Ladies and gentlemen, his pick number five. If I had time, you will have heard a bell dinging sound effect in the background. But if I didn't have time, you're just hearing this part. <laughs> All right, so you're not putting it in post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what if you're I had time to put yeah. it in post, okay. All right. there yeah. was a, a no, bell ringing. Right. So right. maybe you heard it, maybe and you, you didn't, didn't, and you're hearing this. <laughs> 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 All right, number five. And give me a number between one and three. Two. So we're talking about personas mm-hmm. and persona work. Mm-hmm. Conducted for a florist. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. All right. All right. 
Yes. Here we go. Here we How go. How do we do this? How we do what? Persona work for a florist? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty straightforward. Okay. First of all, I would look at the kind of florist. Yep. Because there are many types, there are many styles all right. of florist. Okay. You know, Let's yeah. say that they're a florist in Hope Street in Brunswick. There's n- they have no customers. <laughs> they have no customers? People only buy secondhand stuff around here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, so in Brunswick, my God, um, okay. I think I think they might do like wedding stuff. Absolutely, and all of that there sort is of thing. there is a there is a wedding there is a wedding section. Ah, um, there's a whole wedding, wedding section, section in this whole neighborhood. It's it right, is, the wedding district, right? Yeah, it yeah. is the uh, it is the uh, um, I think it's the Turkish. Is it a Turkish thing? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, and and and, and you know, it's like a bit ethnicy. I yeah. like that. You know, it's got great. Um, it's got a great vibe to it. Actually, it's stuff that you wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't quite just see everywhere. Yeah, you, you wouldn't you, exactly, mm. exactly, and you know that they cater to a very niche culture, and I don't know very much about it, but I do know that if you if you were a florist here, I suppose you could do weddings. Um, so that would be one of your personas. You would look at, um, see, out of weddings, you got to understand who who's paying for it. Okay. Right, and who wants it? Who's so be these ordering. are the these are the types of questions you do you'd ask while doing the persona, persona work, work for and a, so for a florist, exactly. so if but even with any persona work, would mm-hmm. you go through and go? Is there like a who, what, how, why? Yeah, there know, is like that is. type of a thing. Yes, there will be a questionnaire of some kind. Okay, um, you know, you you take the you take your customer through it. Yeah, uh, most of it is to ask about their target audience. Okay, and it's another word for it, it's target audience, right? Yeah, people understand that. Yeah. Um, and then you segmentize them into their customer groups. Okay. Um, one of the things that I'm a bit passionate about is actually identifying new customer groups. Okay. So how do you how do you try and find a new customer? Okay. Group? So for a florist, I would look at location. Okay. Um, I mean, assuming that they're already in a spot. Yeah. Um, you know, if but they're what are the unique things about that location that you can't find anywhere else? Exactly right. So if you're a florist in the children's hospital, chances are you'll be doing a lot of bouquets for new mothers. Yep. Okay. You know, um, big chance, right? Yeah. Um, Births and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and get well soon's and, you know, um, but not for the kids, but maybe for the older kids. Yeah. You know, uh, or, um, and if you're a florist in, well, in Brunswick, down in the wedding district, you would be doing not just one bouquet, you'll be doing a whole stack for the banquet and things like that, right? So you will have to be able to offer those things. But the first thing I would definitely look out for is who's going to be ordering from you. Yeah. So weddings, usually the, um, I, you know, it's usually the bride. Okay. That, you know, that, that dictates the flowers because mostly the, the groom has no freaking clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Honey, didn't you like the white flowers with the long stems? <laughs> yeah. No, dear. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just you know, a sigh. Just no, a sigh. No, no, no. I like not. I like carnations and the yeah, and I like the red ones. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, carnations. Is that the ones with the big broad le- leaves? No, yeah. dear. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the guys. Usually I bought. I bought some uh, some flowers and uh, they died uh, from for my house. But the next day I woke up, they were fresh. I think they were called reincarnations. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't help it. I just wanted to suck you in. Okay, go on. <laughs> I think I rose to that one. <laughs> All right, go on. Let's go. Right, Let's okay. be serious. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. How many points have I got now? Uh, six. Okay, great. Doing well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Out um, of 100. <laughs> sounds like my maths exams. <laughs> right, okay, so we, we, know, we know in this case, you know, we know that the, that the bride will probably be doing the ordering, um, but it might be the father of the bride that pays for it, depending on the culture. Okay. So you've got to understand who is going to be paying the bills and yep. who will be ordering the, ordering the, um, the and flowers. And so you try and map it down to you those and people to those and then people. you do your marketing towards, towards those, those people. And exactly. you segment them up. and Exactly, exactly. And you understand who, what their buying triggers are. Yep. You know, so for the, um, so in, this is quite a unique situation where the person who orders the, um, the flowers aren't really the one, isn't the same person that buys the flowers because of tradition. Right? I'm, not, I'm not trying to be sexist. Yeah, I'm just saying it's tradition. I mean, a woman can definitely, you can buy your own flowers, go, you know, if nobody wants to. I mean, you know, um, boys do that with video games all the time. Um, so with flowers, that's one. That's one thing. So you've got the, you just, you're marketing to the parents, right? Um, you're marketing to the couple. And you're mostly marketing to the bride. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. Because she's the key decision maker. Yeah. Right? But everyone has a role to play in the buyer's journey. You know, so if the, if the bride wants a particular thing, you know, but dad's not going to pay for it and then they're going to go back and forth, you know, it's not in the budget. So you need to be able to have uh, messages that fit all those. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, if you... If so within one persona, which would be the bride, mm -hmm. um, you'd have to go, okay, here are the variable things that we might need to consider and, exactly. and cater for cater when for. we're selecting our product range or whatever it is. Product range, our marketing, our messaging, right? Packaging, Packaging deals the and, deals and yeah, all yeah. that. Exactly. You've okay. got to look at what, you know, uh, it depends on your different cultures, right? So some cultures, they have the um, the, the pre-wedding goes on for three days, you know? So you you are you are do, do you need flower arrangements for three days? You know, are you swapping them in and out or do you go for, lo you know, uh, um, um, you do do you go for flowers that last a little longer? Is that your USP? You know, is that like, like you know we, our, our bouquets last for last for three days? Yeah, fits your fits your ceremony. Yeah. you know you don't have to be replacing them every day. You know things like that. Is that a USP? I'm I'm, I'm actually making this up on the spot. You don't. Yeah, know, I know, right? I know. <laughs> You're um, just straight off the dome. Are yeah. we are we done with? I think we're done with that because we've still got uh, oh, okay. several more. Yep. to get through. Yep. Give me a number out of oh well. One or two? Uh, one. One? All right. And uh, a number between one and six that's not five? Four. <laughs> okay. Okay. What have I done? We are doing email marketing for an interior decorator. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh. Is is email marketing something <laughs> that an interior decorator needs to do? Uh, I don't know. Because that's the thing about email marketing. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Okay, for if you're an interior decorator, here's the thing. Depending on your market, mm. right? Um, I think you're probably more going to be on Instagram. Mm, exactly, exactly. Um, email marketing is not your thing. No, no, not at all. No, no repeat all customers. Right. No, there's no, no. I mean, repeat customers, not very many. Yeah. Uh, your your convert your lead generation funnel maybe, but then you, it's not email marketing. It's just lead generation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you'd be you'd be looking more at the visual following. Yeah, um, that's right. It's a top your top in, of funnel. Top a, of funnel yeah, definitely yeah. some you know really sexy crash hot photos of stuff that you've already done. Yeah. 
because I mean, once you've once you've had a client, you've got them on your email list. They're like, well, you've done the the decorating's done. Yeah, well, my I'll, interior has been decorated. I'll come back to you in twenty five years when I buy my new place. Yeah, well, that's true. You but know? I mean, they probably remember who did it. You know, maybe the, if they loved it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, well, let's pick a number between one and six that isn't four and five. Three. Oh, okay. What have I done? Here we go. Yeah, okay. All right. And this one could be, okay, digital agency. Email marketing for a digital agency. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Where do we start? (laughs) Where do we start? Okay. All right. So um, the traditional way of doing it is you put out some... uh, you put out some white paper. People uh, um, give you an email address. Just so, just clarify oh, to people white, what what white paper is. It's yeah. the this the this the paper that's white. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay. No white paper is you know like like some maybe some learnings that you guys have done as an agency, some knowledge uh, with some data and some stats you know that you've picked up over the years or the last few months, and you put it out there to your to your potential customers to to demonstrate expertise. So there is a bit of cu- is a bit of customer education as well. Because this stuff is, um, you know, it's it's um, for all you digital, you know, um, people who think you know digital marketing, you don't know digital marketing, and uh, you know, um, and the people who do digital marketing also don't know about digital marketing because um, it changes every week. And it's so big. And it's so big, like, exactly. You're so you're starting to get people in different niches exactly. that just focus on one small section of dig- digital, digital marketing. marketing. So these are the guys who do this every day, day in, day out, right? And uh, and then depending on how um, I'm I'm going a bit of a tangent here, but you know, but depending on what level they're playing in, so any you can do a Google keyword search, carry on out of your own, uh, you know, um, civilian I call it the civilian account, right? But you're never going to get the data that a Google Premier Partner is ever going to get. Okay, so explain a Google Premier Partner. A Google Premier Partner is somebody who is an agency that that meets Google standards and has paid and has done quite a few ads with them as well. A lot of his ad spend. Uh, okay, yeah. so in order to become a um, a partner, hmm. you have to spend a I think certain I, amount of money. I think the entry level is 125k a year or something. Okay, or something. Um, uh, well, obviously. So I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Some agencies might be able to, but I guess there's a premier level as well, or is there that's right. Like that's yeah. right. There's a premier level. So you, so you you're just a Google partner or a premier partner. Yeah. And uh, and premier partners. What this is how Google plays the game. You know, they incentivize you to spend more money with them, so you get better data. So you you're you're a lot more targeted than everyone else. Uh, so going back to being a digital marketing agency, you can put out some of these learnings. You know that, uh, and and try and educate your customers for an email address. Once you get your email addresses, and you put them in a nurturing funnel where you send them more stuff, so that you're always top of mind. So if they're not ready to buy, but they're still researching, you've got them. You've got their ear, right? Uh, another thing that I'm a big fan of in terms of uh, from a marketing agency perspective is to send out a newsletter to your customers, past, past, present, and present. Um, past, present, and present. Past, present, and present. Okay, that's right. Um, and that's email is a very intimate form of marketing. Uh, it's 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 one of those things that relies on the familiar stranger concept, right? Yeah. People say to me sometimes, you know, oh, email marketing that doesn't work. Nobody opens my emails. It's like, mm, yeah, okay, that's all right. 
you know, um, but that's not what you need to be looking at. You need to be looking at the fact that your name pops up all the time, even right. if they're not opening, because one day they're going to be like, oh, that's where I saw that. That's right. Exactly. It's the headline. You got to be the name and the headline. You got to be in it to win it. And if you're not in it, someone else is in it. I think that's a good a good thing to probably mention is mm-hmm. people will do like the amount of email marketing campaigns I've received where the headline just doesn't say anything yep. about anything. Yep. It's just like it's pointless. Yep. I think people maybe more people need to spend a little bit more time workshopping that headline and getting it right. Oh yeah. Rewrite it a bunch of times yep. until A-B test you've, it. and yeah. they'll be and they'll be afraid to be boshy about it if it's, it's your brand. You know, uh, and this is the one of the key things about doing your branding work. Branding work is you understand your tone of voice. Yeah. So yeah. then, then your emails are consistent. That's and, right. You that's know, right. I think we did an episode a long time ago on Frank's body. Yes, that's right. Um, Having a tone of voice, right? Yeah. And that comes down to your brand work. If you haven't done your brand identity and your brand strategy, you have no idea what the heck to write because you don't know what voice to take. You know, and uh, and I say you, but I mean your staff. You need to find a way to translate that to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So that so that other people can pick it up and and, and run with it. Run with it. You like know, I give, think um I think a good example of that is uh, Kiki K. Mm, uh, mm. They have a they have to learn how to do Kiki K handwriting. Yes. So that they can write in their um you know in, in the notes in the notes for, and, and, and stuff and, to demonstrate stuff yep. to customers or whatever it is like. Yep. Yep, it's that nice rounded hand, right? Yeah. As opposed to the scratchy left hand, you know, chicken scratchings that um that or the un intel un, un, un unreadable doctor scrawl that yeah. I've got. But they've yeah, yeah they've got v- very specific uh, yeah. hand lettering. Exactly. So that's part of your brand. You know, it's not just a logo, right? It's more than that. All right. Um. So, but with email marketing, so what as a digital marketing agency, I would continue to engage with my customers, present and past. Continue to tell them about the good work you're doing, you know, any new innovations that are coming up, you know, and don't make it fluff. Don't just have part videos of uh, photos of you guys having lunch. No. Nobody cares. No. And even, or maybe they might, but you know what? If I, I, I have my Instagram feed for that, and my friends put up well, enough that's, that's the posts thing. of it's, their food. When it comes to content, make it valuable. Oh, you know? totally. So if it's something to, ins- maybe like if uh, you've got a, if you're a design uh, mm-hmm. studio or something like that, yep. let's do a monthly inspirations Boom. mail out exactly. or something like that, which exactly. showcases some of the work, like maybe, you know, something you did a couple of years ago, something you did this year. Yeah. You yep. Know? yep. Or even the time lapse of uh, one of your designers putting a logo together in Illustrator. Yeah. You know, something fun, but informative. Yeah. You know, Uh I I have um I I subscribe to a few um you know online stores and you know I buy from these guys once every six months or so you know because sometimes what they what they're putting up on the email I I don't want right um but they're always there the familiar stranger you know the person that keeps walking past and you go hello 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 yeah yeah right and then one day he's and not you there stop and engage but one or, day when he's not that oh, he, okay. one day he's not there and then you go what happened to him right everyone has had this has has had this sort of scenario in their life the same thing with emails right yeah. it's always there always there one day when you're ready you go click hey um you keep passing all the time what what who i mark yeah yeah exactly you know? oh i'm andrew oh and your dog yeah 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 what happened to your dog oh passed away last week oh 
That's yeah. a sad interaction. It's a great interaction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we are we gonna right. yep. go to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Name a number between one and one. One. And name a number between one and three. Three. Okie dokie. User journeys. Mm-hmm. Accountant. Wow. Okay. How do we do this one? Accountants. There's two types. There, okay. There's tax accountants and then there are business accountants. I mean, the accountants that, you know, that are strategic uh, uh, um, partners in your business. And then there's tax accountants, people who just do your best and, and, and submit your, your tax. Some of the user journeys I would think about would be the kind of accountancy you want to do as an, you know, the, 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 that you're, that you're in, in the game for. Uh, I actually have a client, um, had a client, but he's now become my accountant, <laughs> <laughs> right? And uh, and they. I guess your marketing worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, he was my client, uh, and you know we've done we did quite a bit of work with him, and you know to for him to visualize what his marketing was going to look like. And one of the things that came up was um, they were actually very good with repatriations. Uh, that's so people coming back to Australia. Ah, uh, okay. You know? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, repatriations. What did I you thought, think? I, I just. Never mind. Oh, never, okay. <laughs> so repatriations, people coming back from overseas, right? And then how do you bring your money back in? How do you restructure? You know, do you, if you've got any overseas investments or properties, how do you do that when you bring back to Australia? What are the tax ramifications? You know, what's the best way of structuring your 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 finances? You know, um, if you've got, if you bring in foreign currency, what are the issues there? You know, yeah. um, and, and so he was very good at, and you know, uh, he was very good at, at handling this sort of thing. So some of the user journeys we looked at for him was... Um, we well, what is a user journey first? Oh, okay, okay. You've got to... You've got to start with the groundwork grammar. here, Mark. Sorry. I thought you guys have been listening to this podcast long no. enough to understand. The user journey starts right, you, at, uh, exactly. at, not, at the basics. All right, so... <laughs> sorry, you, the user... Uh, I was right. pointing yeah, at him then. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's why I had to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Still so, blindfolded. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very trusting. Um, okay, so with the um, a user journey is something that starts. It's where you're, where someone is interacts with your business, where the starting, where they start and where they end, right? So the usually the start of the journey is when they have an issue, have yeah, a need. So it's before they look for before anything. they even know who you are, yeah, they're yeah. on that journey already. Yeah, they might not even know what the who they to end, look for because right. they're trying to figure out what the um, yeah. What the solution to their problem or exactly. whatever it is. Exactly. Who do I need to talk to? That's right. Who's yeah. the best person, right? So the user journey in this case for for um for the account for the my accountant is um someone's in Singapore coming back to Australia. See, this is where the uh, persona work comes into it as well. You exactly. have to know that persona work so That's that you right. can then work on the user journey. Correct. Correct. Okay. So it all it it's all ties all starting in. to yeah. make sense. It all Mark. ties in, so and then we'll finish up with an email follow up. Great. Exactly. Any, <laughs> but anyone anyone who's out there thinking that you know I've got a new business, I've got a new website, all I need all I needs uh, a logo and a web designer. Um, yeah. Okay. But I don't think I don't know if you're actually doing yourself the best uh, service on that front. Okay, so having that persona work, you know who your client is. Someone, okay, someone in Singapore is coming back to Australia, and the first thing that they no, will do, and I almost guarantee this, is get on the Google box and go tax accountant, 
and then whatever suburb they're going to be moving back into. Almost always. Okay. Yeah. Or Melbourne. If they're going back to, to Australia or Melbourne, they'll go like tax uh, accountant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes Melbourne. sense. Right. And if you're, if you're doing your organic search work or your PPC work, your pay-per-click work, it's exactly what you want to be doing. You'll be wanting to present ads to people looking for a tax accountant in Australia in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you've done your... So you've done your persona work, work and you've started your user journey. <laughs> Correct. And then the next step in the user journey, they get in touch. They get in. They come to your website. Okay. They, come, they click on the ad. Yep. They come to a landing page. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if all you do is repatriation work, right? Well, yeah, you want to make then, then, a... Well, unless you... Yeah. Not, I don't, does anyone just do that? Probably not. I, maybe. I don't know. But you, you want a landing page explicitly targeting exactly that person Correct. on that journey. Correct. Yep. And and if you knew that that person, that you only serve that ad in Singapore, then that landing page talks about the tax laws in Singapore versus the tax laws in Australia. Yep. It You talk about things that, are, that have changed in the last five to 10 years because you know your persona work. People who've expats that go ov- away to overseas, they usually have a lifespan between three to five years. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, it's the, the people who stay longer than five years, are, the, are the, they, they, they usually don't come back. Yeah. You know? It's like the it's like the first 48 hours in a missing person's that's cake. Right, that's right. That's cake. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I just <laughs> said cake. a missing, missing person's, person's cake. cake. I'm tired. All right. <laughs> we'll get through this. We're nearly done. How many points is that? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> that's three off. You or me? <laughs> me. And the host doesn't get points, but I've negative three versus six. Does this, mean, right. does this mean I'm winning? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, awesome. you're winning. Okay. So the user journey yep. starts with the uh, um, Google inquiry, Google yep. search, clicks on your ad, yep. comes to a landing, landing page, page, specifically speaks to the region that they're in, yep. speaks to the region they're coming to, yep. explain to them the tax ramifications, the differences, blah, blah, drop me an email yep. or contact us. Right? Yeah. This is the next phase of the user journey. Sure. Uh, you might even have a little PDF for them to download, like a little checklist. Yeah, okay. You know? So offer them something to offer download them something. that when they get in touch. That's right. And then you follow them up with an email. Exactly. Or is there an autoresponder? It's up, it's up to you, depending yep. on how you want to. Now the ball's in Depends your court. Depends on how... Yeah, yeah. Because that's the, that's the first key. And then the, the rest of it is like... Look, the easiest way to close a deal is by talking to someone. Exactly. But then it goes again back to your brand values. Yeah. Are we a H&R block and we just, we, we get thousands of these inquiries anyway. So we'll send yeah. them and I made a thing and we'll the thing and we'll funnel them and we'll give it to the uh, the junior guy and that the person will then do the follow up and then we'll da, da, da. Or are you a high touch premium yeah. service, yeah. right? It goes, great. Uh, we'll call you within 24 hours and one of our partners will, you know, yeah, because yeah. that's how we do it. For sure, you know, because we're we're always hands on. Yeah, comes back to your brand. Yeah, and right? also your level of staff and all of all of the yeah. logistics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Your brand is very t- is tied into your business model. All right. You know. Cool. And so that's user journeys. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And yep. then you, there's there's a whole other cycle for repeat business and stuff, nurturing the existing clients once Absolute, they've gone absolutely. through the thing. Yeah. But I think we'll save that for another episode, Mark. What do you reckon? As long as I get points. All right. And uh, just in case you were wondering, the other things that we had on the list, um, the other uh, business types yep. uh, or businesses was Cafe Builder. And we also would have accepted... Oh, no, that's it. 
That's all of them. Oh, right. I because dodged, we, because we, I dodged the builder. To, you, yep, you did. You dodged the builder, and you passed on the interior decorator, which you lose one point, which gives you five points total at the end of the game, and I get minus three as the host for some saying something silly. So thank you for listening. If you want to support the podcast, um, what can you do, Mark? Doesn't the somebody come up with a prize for the winner? Thanks for listening. <laughs> and uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can uh, send Mark a prize and uh, he will be happy. That's how this works. Oh, right. I'll yeah. be very happy to receive. What would you like to receive? Oh, uh, you know what? You know what we like to receive. A good, 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 good review. That's right. On the Apple Podcasts. Exactly. And also uh, go over to our website at www.destroyeddigital.com.au and fill in one of the forms there because we do need to talk to some different businesses because we're running out of content ideas. Well, we don't have time to talk to you anyway, but still fill in the form. We'll figure it out. Is that what we do? Yes. That was a really bad sell, wasn't it? That was terrible. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Destroy something today. <laughs> <laughs>